There were two more murders 15 miles away. When police arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a weird homicide. A scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird... Morning. Cop of murder. Love can make someone blind to the object of their affection's faults. On February 22, 2010, a woman who thrived off of this blindness was indicted for the crime she committed against her various paramours. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Kane Kajima was born on November 27, 1974 in Nakashibetsu, Japan, as the eldest of four siblings born to a father who worked at a local university and a mother who taught piano. Both came from wealthy backgrounds and, as such, were able to give their children a very privileged childhood. Though Kane was given some of the very best the world would allow, her parents were extremely conservative and, not allowing their children to watch television, put a lot of weight into her piano lessons, her recitals, and, most importantly, her grades in school. Though she did what was necessary to please her parents, Kane seemed to rebel in quiet ways. She wore expensive name-brand makeup, she lost her virginity in her second year of high school, and dated a man in his 40s who convinced her to steal an acquaintance's bank book, and together, they stole about $80,000 from their accounts. The couple were arrested, but Kane, due to her age, was given probation. Though she made it out without any jail time, Kane found herself obsessed with the idea of stealing, and from then on, shoplifted constantly. Caught in 1999 stealing makeup, caught in 2000 for shoplifting books, in 2001 she stole some cash again, and in 2003 she was arrested for fraud on an internet auction. While these string of crimes were taking place, Kane graduated high school, moved to Tokyo, and began attending Tokyo University for a short while before dropping out and working part-time teaching piano. Though the rest of her family seemed to find a clear path in life and in employment, Kane always seemed to be adrift and struggling to see her future. While doing so, according to the sources, Kane, going by the pseudonym Sakura Yoshikawa, made claims that made her seem more put together. Telling people that her father was a professor at the most elite school in the country, Tokyo University, she also said that she was a nurse, a therapist, or a world-class chef. Though most were impressed by the claims, it wasn't long before Kane noticed the power her words and actions had over older men. Later saying, quote, For the first time at the age of 19, I realized that I could become a mistress to a man and give him a different world of sex different from ordinary women. And I came to want to master the mystery of sex. And the amount I received from men started going up. I started rising in class. I came to feel that it's my job to give men healing and vitality. And if the average woman can't do it, the rewards I receive are justified. With a blog portraying all of her false accomplishments, cropping and altering photos to make it look more realistic, Kane began luring wealthy men to her bed and ended up leaving with about $2.2 million from her various men. Often posing as a prospective bride, this young woman went from faking a life of luxury to actually living one by joining various marriage websites and contacting at least 20 different men who were all looking for a partner. She used various lies to get money from these men, 
and would agree to a marriage, only to mention her desperate need for cash to finish out her studies before she could go through with their wedding. Once she got what she wanted, she would either ghost them, block them, or tell them that she was no longer interested in a life together. She was a brilliant young woman who knew just how to make a man feel loved enough to open his wallet. These sob stories managed to convince a staggering amount of men, like the unnamed man in his 40s whom she deceived out of 1.3 million yen over the course of just about four months, the man in his 50s who she got another 1.9 million yen from over just three months, another man in his 40s whom she stole 50,000 yen from after they slept together in a hotel in January of 2009, another man whom she attempted to take hundreds of thousands of yen from, a 41-year-old whom she got 400 million yen, the one who she got 1.4 million yen from in August of 2009, and the last who she took 700 million yen from in just a month's time. With her earnings, Kine was able to buy a Mercedes, shop until her heart was content, dine out at the fanciest restaurants, and move into an apartment where the rent was $2,300 a month. She also joined an elite French cooking school where tuition was $6,000 a semester. But soon, all of that wasn't enough for Kane Kajima. On August 6, 2009, the body of 41-year-old Yoshiyuki Oide was found in his car parked in Fujima. When investigated, his cause of death was determined to be carbon monoxide poisoning. But despite the high suicide rate in Japan several inconsistencies raised red flags for law enforcement. Launching a full investigation, the police arrived at the doorstep of now 34-year-old Kane Kajima to ask her about the man, their victim, who she had been dating at the time. In looking into the woman, they quickly learned that Yoshiyuki was far from the only paramour to die under suspicious circumstances, and realizing she might have something to do with that, the police arrested Kane Kajima and charged her with fraud. By January of 2010, she was rearrested for seven charges of fraud, and police, while keeping an eye on her, were able to investigate the suspicious deaths that all seemed to lead straight back to Kane. In the end, dubbed the Kunkatsu Killer, investigators were able to connect her to the deaths of at least three men, suspected of four more, starting in 2007 and ending in 2009 with Yoshiyuki using konkatsu, marriage hunting, to find each and every one of her victims, the first to fall prey to her scheme was 70-year-old Sadao Fukuyama. His naked body was found in August of 2007 in the bathroom of his home, and though his cause of death could not be determined at the time, Kane Kajima walked away with what amounted to 74 million yen, about $74,000 in U.S. money. On January 30th, 2009, Taka Tarada, 53 years old, was killed in his home as well and found days later by his boss who came to check on him. His cause of death was deemed carbon monoxide poisoning when police found charcoal burners in all of his rooms and his windows and doors were locked shut. A popular way to take one's life in Japan, the police listed the death as a suicide and after checking his call history, found that he had a girlfriend, Sakura Yoshikawa. Using the pseudonym, Kane walked away with 17 million yen, $17,000, and when medical examiners re-looked into the case after she was caught, they found that Takao 
had about 10 times the usual amount of sleeping pills in his system. On May 15, 2009, 80-year-old Kenzo Ando died in his home that somehow went up in flames. But when several briquettes were found near the body, he too was dubbed a victim of suicide. Kanae took several paintings belonging to Kenzo's father, a renowned painter, and immediately withdrew 1.9 million yen from his bank account. In addition to these men and Yoshiyuki Oire, a number of other men with connections with Kanae Kojima died under suspicious circumstances, but for one reason or another were not definitive enough of a connection to end in a conviction. Men like the unnamed journalist who was run over by a train in May of 2004, 47-year-old Kazumi Yabe, who was found on April 11, 2009, having supposedly died in a fishing accident after a week of being missing, and 53-year-old Hideki Maruyama, who was found face down in the river on October 7, 2009. On February 22, 2010, Kane Kajima was officially indicted for the murder of Takao Terada, despite the fact that his cause of death had yet to be ruled as anything but suicide. And though she pled guilty to the two counts of fraud already filed against her, she denied involvement in the other eight charges, three of which now included the murders of Takao Terada, Kenzo Ando, and Yoshiyuki Oide. With the prosecution claiming that she killed the men so she would not have to return the money they gave her upon ending their relationship, and the defense claiming that they all took their lives after she broke their hearts, or died from accidents, Kane's blog and dating profiles became a main focal point of the trial, as did the fact that, when her apartment in Tokyo was searched on November 3, 2009, police found vast amounts of medicine that had been prescribed by at least 10 different doctors. Medicine that was found in the bodies of three men whom she met on Lonely Heart websites. Combined with the similarities between the murders, and the financial benefits reaped in the aftermath, the judge sentenced Kane Kajima to death for her crimes. She was the first female defendant to be given such a sentence in a lay judge trial, and the very same day, she launched her first appeal. After her appeal to the Tokyo High Court was denied, and she launched a new one with the Supreme Court, Kane Kajima married in prison and had her last name changed in 2016. Then came the denial from the Supreme Court in April of 2017, and as of March 2022, Kane remains in prison and has, over the years, married a total of three times and continues to make headlines for publishing autobiographical novels. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to what terrible thing happened on February 23rd. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there is always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe.